And welcome back to another edition of the Michael Deacon Program, reporting to you all the way from the wastelands of California, deep inside a boiler room. My name, in fact, is Michael. The pleasure is all mine. First-time listeners, thank you so much for finding us. We hope you enjoy your stay. Please come again. It is also my great pleasure to announce to all of you this evening, there is no guest. It's just me, you, and Mike Hideous. Matter of fact, let's bring in Mr. Mike Hideous. Mike, what's going on? Who's this? I think this is uh, Michael. Michael who? Michael Deacon, I think. Michael Deacon, Michael Deacon. I seem to remember some guy... Michael, De- oh Michael Deacon from the Michael Deacon program. Gee, it's been so long, I forgot your name. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Some folks were asking about you, and I told them that you had a COVID nineteen, <laughs> but you were expected to make a speedy recovery. Well, you're almost right. I wasn't. I don't have uh, the virus. I was pregnant. You were pregnant, <laughs> and I had a sex change. Well. That's the that well. That's the new rage. Yes. So. But I'm glad. How you, are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm glad you were able to get over COVID in about two days, record time. <laughs> in any event, yeah. I'm I'm doing all right. Just surviving the summer of love out here. Oh, golly! Love that. You. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Portland, but you know, out here you're still surviving the heat. Yeah. How how are the forest fires going? Um. By you i'm far away i'm far away and i'm glad you you brought that up i'm still getting emails people are always wondering if, if i'm far away or if i'm near the fires and i tell everyone don't worry i'm way out in the desert i don't know how many times i have to tell you i'm okay but no i you know, I, I appreciate I that though. i didn't know if they moved further south oh thank god no oh good good all right yeah. i heard on the news i heard uh something like don't quote me on this i want to say Three million acres? Does that sound right to you? Have burned? If that's the case, my God. Something to that effect. They, you know, I should have wrote it down, but I heard them saying it on the news. Just terrible devastation. And it's, it's, ugh. You know, you got the, you got the, you got California burning and you got the southern states like, um, Texas, uh, New, I think New Mexico. They're all getting hit with, with flooding and, and all from that hurricane. Right. The fires have not been contained out here, for those that are wondering. And, of course, we are still seeing conflicting reports on why the fires first started anyways. Well, it's Trump's fault, as you may already know. We had first been told that it was like a gender reveal party, by the way, that kicked off the flames. <laughs> but now, Mike... Is, but is now, that Mike, true? Well, that's what they were reporting, but now there are also reports of arson. Yeah. You know, I don't know if, I think I sent it to you. What did you there send was, me? Say again? I said, what did you send? I, I thought I had sent you a news report or something that I sent you about a woman who owned property and caught an arson on her land. Oh, and, right, uh, right, right. Held yes. them at gunpoint. I saw that on, on Twitter. Yeah, rock, rocking her, man. She's awesome. Right. 
I saw that, and in one specific case, a man in Ukiah, California, that's way up north, he had been arrested a few days ago in the early hours of the morning. He, of course, is suspected of causing at least six fires in the surrounding area, Mike. What an asshole. You know, I, I hope he burns to death. He's already been ID'd by someone who knows the family. I certainly hope he gets what he deserves, no doubt. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you got issues, you know, you take it out on humanity, but leave Mother Nature alone. You know, the wildlife, the land. That's kind of messed up, right? Yeah, that that's what really burns me up about arsons. I, I, I friggin' hate them. I hate them, and I hope they get what they deserve. What do you think the crime should be? Uh, burn them alive? Well, aside from that, I don't think you could burn them at the stake <laughs> like they're a witch I'm... in Salem. <laughs> I don't think you do that, Mike. I know you can't, but you asked me what I would do, so that's what I would do. So you would burn them on, on a crucifix? Well, I mean, of course I'm exaggerating, but it just pisses me off so much that people would do that to the land, to the to, to, to Mother Nature. It's just so so hateful. So they should be tarred and feathered. <laughs> That'll work. Or probed. Or probed, yeah. <laughs> A probing always works, right? Right to the point. Oh, yeah. It, it, it'll definitely make you confess something. <laughs> well, that's true. You'll be confessing all sorts of things for the exactly. last, I don't know, how many years of your life, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, those who start these fires and damage countless properties and in many cases kill a few people, yeah, those people deserve to be punished. As well as plenty of wildlife that's being killed. Exactly that too. You know, anything from deer to rabbits and porcupine and armadillos and you name it, man. They're, all these little creatures are living out there and they're just, it's just burning away. So it's like burning. as an animal fanatic that you are, Mike, a lot of people don't know this, but you're someone who's involved in numerous sort of charities for uh, animals, correct? Wildlife. Well, used to be. Uh, I used to be a, a member of more than uh, 37 different animal sanctuaries, rehabilitations, and um, the like. Yeah, so when you hear of all these fires going on, your mind instantly goes back to, like, animals, right? Sure, sure. So your heart's, like, broken. It upsets me. I'll be I hear honest. you. Uh, you know, it upsets me. I don't like hearing about it. I don't like hearing about any animal in distress. Do you know? <laughs> I don't either. To, I got to tell you, not, Go not to get off the subject, but today while I was driving to the store, actually the post office, I almost crashed <laughs> because a frog. <laughs> oh, Mike. A frog a frog jumped out in the road. <laughs> it's like jumping. I went, I almost drove off the road. It was, it was like a scene from Frogger. <laughs> I'm such a nut when so it you're, comes you're, to these. Yeah, you're so passionate about animals. You actually almost died. <laughs> Holy shit, died. Mike. Uh, I, I, I even swerved for like a moth oh or my. a butterfly. Oh, it's Mike. crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> you're, you're over the top. I am. I am. I am definitely. I'm too much. You're too much. Oh, my. <laughs> so either by death or life behind bars, Mike, if you're caught. Like, like, let's say you damage, damage like a certain amount of property and kill a few people. Do you think uh, that automatically warrants like the death penalty or, or like life behind bars? What, what do you think, Mike? Is that too far? 
Wait, what are we talking about? Well, if I did the crime, if I like crashed if anyone, over- well, no, not 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 you actually running an animal over. I'm talking like oh. setting like a giant fl- like a fucking fi- like a forest on fire, or even like these uh, brush fires that are happening uh, on the side of the highway. All right, my opinion: minimum twenty years in prison. Twenty years, minimum. Well, I mean, I, the, well, the way I see it, I, I, you think that's too harsh? I don't know. I, the way I see it is, as we just mentioned, I'm on the fence. Know, I'm, I'm trying to decide if it's if that's too much, if that's too harsh, if that's too wild. Again, totally my opinion. You know, I, I'm not not going by any standards or or uh, rules or regulations. I'm just saying because of my hatred for these people is that they they deserve no more than no less than 20 years in prison, um, you know, just because of the devastation that they cause. I mean, it's land; millions of of acres of land have burned, and and I mean, so far we only know of one arson, uh, arsonist. You know, there I I was uh I was under the impression that there's terrorists doing this. Well, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Uh, if, you're and, an ar- if you're committing arson, that's like a terrorist act in my opinion. Absolutely. But but what I'm getting at is yeah. like it was terrorist groups, organizations, Understood. so to speak. Yeah. Not just one guy. Well, I don't um, know. I mean, it's a speculation. I don't know. You if could it's true be right. Uh, yeah. We don't know. I, ho- I hope it's not. But with everything that's going on, Michael, who knows it these days? It's just. The whole country is up in arms. Right. And, of course, you were referring to, I think, uh, an organ man who was arrested twice in That's a 12-hour span. Yeah. That's correct. He yes. was the guy, yeah. He was the guy who was setting um, the fire near a Portland freeway, if I recall. At least 35 people, I think, died. What an ass. That's what wild, ass. right? Terrible. What do you think of a Joe Biden? I think he's a loser. You think he's a loser? I do. There's a good quote of, uh, from uh, Joe. Mr. Potential Steve. President Joe Biden, and I quote, <laughs> Trump is a climate arsonist who doesn't yeah, respect science. <laughs> They're blaming Trump Amazing. for everything. They're blaming him for the deaths of you know the people that died from the from the virus. They're blaming him for, uh, as you just mentioned, being a non-believer of uh, climate change. Um, I mean, it is just unbelievable things that they come up with. They're so stupid. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. This has been a fun year, though. I have to admit. Oh yeah, I'm having a blast. It's been terrible, terrible, but also pretty amusing at times. Yeah, to say the very least. I mean, look at all the disaster. That's it's kind of funny. Who would have known? Who would have <laughs> known, Mike? Exactly. But there's some inconsistencies in in some of that in, in that quote, Mike. By Biden? Yeah, I mean the arsonist responsible had been a- a- apprehended to a certain degree already. Some. So I mean, it's so- a little silly to blame Trump for that, right? Uh, I gotta be honest, Michael, nothing surprises me with what's happening from the left. Uh, I'm, 
I'm literally frightened, and and I'm not kidding when I say that. I I am frightened by what I'm seeing, by what used to be a an American political party, and the things that are coming out of their mouths, the hate, the absolute hate for our president, and and the disrespect. It it. It blows my mind. I can't believe what I'm what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing and seeing. Do 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 you? I don't know if you have this on your list of subjects to get to. If you do, tell me, and we'll hold off. But I gotta make mention of of just the fact that Communist Harris went to visit who? (laughs) Camelia. I call her Communist Harris. Is that that's your that's your new name for her? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Just making sure. Go ahead. Okay. She went to go visit the guy who was shot. What's his name? Uh, uh, Joel, uh, the black guy who was shot by the police, the guy who raped his ex-girlfriend. Right. I did see that. Blake. Blake. Joel Blake, isn't it? Or something Blake? I think you might be right. Yes. I I recall seeing she went to visit somebody in the hospital recently. Right. So she goes to visit this scumbag in the hospital who has raped his ex-girlfriend on a, 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 a variety of times, once with her child on the bed with her, and he, like, digitally raped her. What do you mean um, digital rape? With his fingers. Jacob Blake, right. Yeah, that's his name. Jacob Blake. There you go. Right. And – um. Then goes into his car when he's being approached by the police who are telling him to stop and he doesn't stop, goes into his car and grabs a knife. Then they shoot him. Once again, once again, another man who has been shot by police who is, in a sense, a criminal. So, so Mike, wait a minute. I'm stuck on this whole digital rape thing. Uh, yeah, I looked it up right now, and it says the Urban Dictionary says when someone rapes a person using their finger or fingers. That's a new that's one right. on me. I only learned it from hearing it on the news. I, I never heard of it before either, Michael. So on the news, they described a digital rape. Yeah, I mean, I heard it on the on the on the radio. I, I mean, I know. heard of a, I heard of, I heard the term digital rape, but not, it was not. Uh, I didn't mean this. Really? What did it mean? You know, it, it sort of meant sort of like you're dominating someone online that oh. way. Yeah, I, I, you, I've heard that from, you know, people that are like hardcore gamers and such. You know, they say shit like that online. Uh, see. Right. So uh, that's why I'm like a digital rape. Yeah. Yep. What on earth? <laughs> so, so go ahead. I, I'm if, sorry. If I just may, I just want to say this whole thing with, with communist Harris is – she went to go visit this guy and said that, you know, he's a hero and I don't know exactly what she said. I, I can't remember. But I mean, could you imagine if you were the woman, the girl who was raped by this, this scumbag uh, repeatedly and you have to see this piece of shit's name on the NFL helmets? Um. In addition to, I think maybe NBA. I don't even know if basketball's in season right now. Somebody else had it, had their name, the name on uh, uh, his name on their jerseys or something. But I mean, 
can you imagine? That's this pretty rough. Woman, yeah, that's pretty rough, man. This this woman was raped by this guy in addition to being assaulted and, and other various things. And and Communist Harris goes to visit him? Right. How, how does that make sense? Yeah, that's that's a little much, right? The that's a little, that's a little much. Six and a half million people in the US. Holy crap. What was that? I have no idea. Okay. Audio it came up like, out of out of nowhere here. Sound like a news report. Yeah, that was on the second laptop. I'm sorry about that. Thought I had that muted there. I'm sorry. It's okay. But yes, COVID nineteen. They were just talking about there on that clip. Um, but yeah, Mike. To finish up on that, that is pretty rough, especially if like you have a daughter, and um, she gets raped, and you see these politicians uh, uh, <laughs> visiting the the person who committed the rape. Yeah, that's pretty fucked yeah. up, right? In addition, in addition to these cold-blooded these, these pro- professional ball players, I, I mean, look, if I may just say something about the NBA, the NFL, uh, the NBL. Well, I'm glad you're now- actually. I'm glad you're bringing that up because you know during this conversation, I, I was going to mention um, the NFL and actors. I was going to ask you, Mike, if you think. Um, if you feel that they are like kind of responsible for what's going on right now, partially pushing this sort of agenda that we've partially. seen, and 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 this is what I was getting. To. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. First and foremost, the the the, the professional ball players. Let me let me make sure everyone understands what's going on with these guys. For them to express their feelings about uh, BLM, um. They're not – these people are not politicians. They play with balls, okay? They handle balls. They throw balls. They hit balls. They got balls on their mind all day long. How are you going to take advice from somebody who throws balls and hits balls all day? I mean these people are not politicians. They they have no right, in my opinion, making their political comments – uh, or expressing political comments or PC comments, if I may, uh, I, during this sport, they make millions of dollars, millions, money that you and I will never see, Michael. Right. And they make millions, and and then they got to sit there and say, "Well, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to stand for the uh, American national anthem, but I will stand for the new BLM anthem." That's pretty wild, especially when you're in this country. You know, you, you live know, in this country, you should good, sort of um, do certain things like say the national anthem out of, you know, respect that you live here. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of simple, if you're but, making you know, like, like, you know, $5 million a year. Yeah, you're not going to make that money living in another country. Thank you. Thank you. That's yeah. my point. Well, I mean, that's, that's a, it's, it's logic. But I mean, we, other- we do live in America, Mike, where... <laughs> Uh, you, you know, you know what I'm saying, Mike. Absolutely. We're at a point in time where the lack of common sense has uh, spread its ugly face all over the world. It it certainly has, particularly in this country. And this country, unfortunately, it, yes. it all has to do with our president and the hatred for him. They are so scared because he is unraveling their corrupt system. And I am, I am all for it. I really am. They, they're just ridiculous. And, and, and to, to, as to, 
to answer the second part of your question about uh, Hollywood, which wasn't really a question. It was more of a statement. But Hollywood and these actors, what the hell do they know? They're friggin' actors. What they do is essentially lie. That's how they make their, their money. They, they get on stage or in, on the set and they lie. They become someone else. It's acting. But technically speaking, it's a lie. And you're going to believe someone like Leonardo DiCaprio or Robert De Niro or some other O, um, you know, it, like who, who these people and what the hell difference do they make? Yeah, Mike, I get my news from TMZ. You know, <laughs> Vanity? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, what, a, what a crappy show. There are people like that, though, Mike. Where people like where were they get news strictly from, say, something like TMZ? Oh, I know. I'm not even joking. That's wild. Yeah, it's out it's, there. It's sad. It's out there. Really? So, yeah, Mike, um, things are, are pretty jacked up out here in California. Now, now the air quality is worse than a Chinese wet market in August. <laughs> it's terrible. But, yes, in terms of Trump not respecting science, well, I, I don't know about all that. But, yes. We heard the um, the audio from Bob Woodward. I'm not sure if you've heard that audio yet, Mike. No. You have not? I don't know. Who's Bob Woodward? Oh, Mike. <laughs> My God. Let's see. You're killing me here. But, Mike, you know, I'm really going to miss. <laughs> I'm really going to miss all this, this sort of back and forth between uh, Trump and, and Joe Biden. Are you? Yeah, I mean, it's been entertaining, and we're only, what, like two weeks away from the first debate, right? If it even happens. He might do it on a teleprompter or a television. Oh, or it's going to happen. Come on. You think? Yeah, come on. Come on, man. I hope so. You like that? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. No, it's going to happen, Mike. Come on. Come on. But yes, I, let me let me play this I, audio clip for you real quickly here, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is uh, Trump and Joe Biden going back and forth. I mean, you're going to miss this, Mike, when it's gone. And I'm going to, and I'll tell you this one. I'll I'll tell you this, Mike, before I even play it, before I even play it. I'm not even like a a, a Trump supporter. I'm not a a supporter of any political party. Right. But I I like, uh, I like Trump as, as the, the person that he is before he even took office. I was sort of annoyed with him at times with. The fact that I look at him and I see a reality TV star, I sort okay. of contribute him to opening that sort of uh, genre for some reason. That reality TV series sort of uh, trend that you saw in like 2005. Right. Right. And, but, you know, I, I, don't, I don't dislike him. I don't hate him. I'm entertained by the guy, I have to admit. And I'm, I'm sure going to miss him if he does not get uh, reelected. Um, whatever the case is, I'm going to miss him being around because of all the entertaining uh, shit that's come from this, to be honest. Okay. For better Agreed. or for worse. Agreed. Yeah, it's been it's been entertaining. I'm sorry. Got to admit that. I think it's been both entertaining because, as we both know, he is not – first of all, he's not a politician, so he doesn't talk the lingo. Uh, but otherwise, he has done more – for this country, than the last four presidents combined. So that's Bush, Bush, Clinton, and King Osama. 
I can't even believe we had Bush in there. Well, who Bush first or second? Both. Yeah, I didn't that's like unheard that. of. I think that was wrong. That was strange, man. Never liked that. But anyways, then, here we go, and Mike. And then we were supposed to think about getting another Clinton. I mean, imagine if we had Hillary. There should be a rule. No, I, I couldn't even begin. She is so corrupt, man. Like the 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 Clinton Foundation is so corrupt. It's unbelievable. It's it's it truly is unbelievable what these people get away with. I, I mean, I can't even believe some of the things that have have allegedly been uh, pointed at to them. Right. They just they just get away with murder, and it 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 jars me so much. They are so evil, those people. And I I had maybe twenty years ago I had actually considered thinking, well, you know what? If she ran for president, I would vote for her. Well, I am so glad that didn't happen. All right, Mike. Here we go. Yes. Hopefully that plays. Oh, there we go. It'll start getting cooler. I you wish just, you just watch. I wish science agreed with you. <laughs> hey, well, I don't think science knows actually. Tom, you give a climate arsonist four more years in the White House. Why would anyone be surprised if we have more America blaze? If you give a climate denier four more years in the White House, why would anyone be surprised when more of America is underwater? We need a president who <laughs> respects science, who understands That's Joe Biden. that the damage from climate change is already here. Unless we take urgent action, it will soon be more catastrophic. He fails to protect us from the <laughs> pandemic, from an economic freefall, from racial unrest, from the ravages of climate change. It's clear that we're not safe in Donald Trump's America. All right. This is Donald Trump's America. He's in charge. This is good. You know, uh, this is what the polls are all saying, too. You know, as a Republican, Republicans don't do as well as perhaps they should, and probably some shouldn't do very well. But the polls came out, and we're leading uh, Sleepy Joe by a lot. You need a lot of energy to do this job properly. You can't be sitting in your basement for four days and come out. No, they don't call him Sleepy Joe for nothing, okay? And there's Trump. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? What do I think of that? He's a hundred percent right. He's a hundred percent right. You're not excited for Joe Biden? <laughs> President Joe Biden. Oh God, please help me. Can you believe that? You know, Michael. President uh, Joe Biden, that things, sounds it, that even sounds weird. There are two things <laughs> that are gonna happen. Go ahead. When when after the election. Uh first and foremost, if Indeed, and I hope to goodness that he does. If indeed Donald Trump wins the re-election, there will be not only violence, rioting, and looting, uh, but there will also be the possibility that the Democratic Party will not concede and they will stretch this out for weeks and weeks and weeks and – They'll because they're doing this goddamn mailing crap, this mailing that uh, ballot crap, which is so it's so bad. They are just looking to cheat. Number one, number two. If in the event that they have to push this thing for weeks and or possibly even months until they figure out who's the winner, do you know who would be in charge? 
Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Your your favorite woman. The Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Your favorite. What what a moron she is. Uh, like, how old is she? 125? I don't know. That's a good question. How she old is Nancy Pelosi? Really needs to retire. She really needs to retire. That's a very good question. Let, let's see how old she is. Uh, I'm going to say what do you think? 78. You're saying 78? Well, Mike, you are wrong. She is 80 years old. Years old. I'm sorry, but... March 26, yeah, 1940. She needs to get out. You think so? You think she's too Absolutely. old for the job? Listen, Michael, when a woman of 80 years old... How old? 82? 80? 80? 80 years old. Yeah, 80, 80 flat. 80 years old. When a woman who's 80 years old starts talking ghetto slang... She's talking ghetto slang when? Oh, it's a while ago when she was talking oh, to no, a, Nancy. A, a, she was talking to a group of black uh, spectators, and she said something about the hood, quote unquote. The oh, hood. the oh, yes, I recall this. Yeah, and I'm like, get, come on, give me a break. Well, maybe she's from the hood, Mike. You never know. <laughs> yeah, San Francisco hood. She's keeping it real, Mike. You never know. Yeah, it's real. possible, right? You never know. Yeah, I guess. Never know. I mean, she. She she might live uh, another life, a double life. We never know that. I think she's already on her second or third life. Her honestly. third life? You, you don't think that's even a human at this point? She's, she's like some... Uh, that's a I body she's double. A, she's a crypt keeper. You know how many times I've had people tell me uh, about certain politicians or actors or musicians? Listeners always uh, bring up the fact. Well, not the fact, but they, they think it's a fact. They say so-and-so has a body double. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone that. has a body double, right? Yeah, so they say. No, I mean, in some cases, there are. Like El Chapel. Yeah. He had a body double. Yeah. So did Saddam Hussein. Saddam, right. So did uh, Karl Marx. Even Melania. Melania has one? Someone said that. I had a listener yeah. sending me multiple photos pointing that out. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but... Uh, I don't believe it's that, possible. I mean, they have enough money to do that. But why? Well, it's like what's the yeah? I don't, I don't see exactly why there there would be a need for do, one. Would all due respect to Melania, who's a beautiful first woman, um, and a smart. What did she speak? Seven different languages. Um, I don't think there's. I mean, I personally don't think there would be any reason for her to have a double. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm not. I was not fully on board with that one. Yeah, yeah there, there's some that I I just can't jump on board. See, like now, right now in the chat room, Doctor Strange Love is saying Melania is a guy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, Michelle Obama was a guy. <laughs> See, now you believe Michelle Obama is a guy. No, I'm just going based on the the stuff we we spoofed on. Well, I mean, some people do believe that. I mean, we have Jim Fetzer out there, the freight train, right? Well, he fully believes if if, if you look at Michelle Obama, I mean, she's got shoulders like a linebacker. So you're saying she's built like a man. No doubt. She's got that upper body, right? The only thing she's missing is an Adam's apple. My God. I don't want to think of that. I I don't want to think of her in that way. Well, well, I I mean, look, I'm not saying she is. (laughs) Roman Hansen saying Michael for Prez. Michael who, you? Uh, well, I think she's probably referring to uh, Michelle Obama. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think that's what he's, what, that's what he's saying. I'm not sure. 
Please don't uh, give them any ideas. I'm like, I would make a horrible president. Her? Yeah, she, she, it would be right back to the communism of, uh, or socialism of, uh, which is the same thing. With, no, with, Mike, with, with King Obama. Mike, I'm talking about myself. Oh, you? Oh, oh I, that's I would a make a worse, I would be the worst president. <laughs> would you? There'd be a drone strike every other week. <laughs> right on. Well, you know, they would give me, they would the get rid of me. They would get rid of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would be impeached, no doubt. Oh, for what? Ukraine? I'd just be going crazy. Russia, Russia, Russia? No, I'd be probably attacking them. Good. Yeah, I'd be going with Russia, I'd be going to Germany, North Korea. I'd be trying to dominate the world. That that would be the problem, Mike. I'd vote for you. They would say he's a dictator for sure. They'd say that guy right there, he's trying to take over... Uh, the, that's a real globalist because he wants to control the world. And I'd say, yeah, I do. I'd say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the fucking vice, point. Can I yeah, be vice president because I want to rule the world too. <laughs> well, you could, but I'm just saying, Mike. You see that? That's why I wouldn't be a good president. Me neither. I'd be I fucking trying to take over the world. I'd be shooting people too. No, I'm too crazy. People. I'm too fucking crazy for that. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why I can't. Yeah. That's why I shut up a lot, lots of times. I don't really say too much. I would uh, take down my enemies. Right. So, Mike. Yes. In any case, a few days ago, I did a show with a gentleman by the name of Alkaline City. And okay. I don't think he took one breath during the entire <laughs> interview. Other one, huh? <laughs> you would not have liked him, Mike. Really? I think you would have been what, kind of angry. What was the topic? We went all over the place, Mike. We left no no stone unturned, as they say. What? Like, who is he? What's his background? He has a YouTube channel, and there's other things I can't really say. But he's he's a good guy. He was excited. He is a big fan of the show, so he was just really hyped up to be here, and he did not stop talking, <laughs> like at all. But that's okay, though. I mean, does I, he know Jim? <laughs> he doesn't know Jim. I don't think he does. Oh. Imagine putting the two of them oh, in a room God. together. It'd be over. <laughs> the show would be over, Mike. So how'd the show go? Was everything all right? I liked it, it though. Good. I mean, it was fun, but some people didn't like it. And and that's because of the talking. I think I think they didn't want to hear him talk it talk so much anymore. <laughs> I think they got talked out. Uh, <laughs> but any in any case, though, I, I did enjoy him being on. I had fun with him, but uh, listeners fought with the guy <laughs> in certain in certain. Uh, I think on Instagram, I saw a listener fight with him. No kidding. Yeah, I don't have Instagram, but I saw uh, someone post some comments there. I think it might have been uh, Dr. Strangelove in, in the chat room. I think he's been uh, fighting with him online. And that's another thing I have to make light of sometimes some of the listeners go out there and th they will occasionally uh go fight with some past uh guest huh. yeah or they'll email them i guess they uh they have an opinion against it yeah see now cool. see there's gary in the chat he's saying that show sucked huh. and there's someone that's saying it was a good show so that's how that's how it usually goes mike especially when i get feedback People like this or they don't like that. You can't please everyone. No. That's no, the problem. Can't. can't win. 
Can't win them all, Mike. Do you know how old the guy was, roughly? Um, well, I think he might be close to 40, but he's one of these people that are extremely into health. And anytime I talk to someone that's really into health, they they never stop talking. Mm. It's like they're wired on meth. Darren Green is asking, Michael, how many how many beer do you have under your belt right now? Maybe I should beer. be asking you, Darren, how many beers do you have under your belt? <laughs> Fucking retard. Uh, enlightened and preparing to sing, dude was nice, but not a good guest. <laughs> I should be asking you that. Fucking dumb shit. <laughs> that was a good comeback. I like that. Oh, he's retarded. <laughs> but that's, that's the problem, Mike. You get people like that. <laughs> good example. <laughs> Good example right there. Oh, brother. Good times. Good times. So, yes, Mike, we are at that point in time where there's a strange revolution going on. I'm seriously concerned about yeah, what too. is to come. And, it, and Mike, I have to say, it really doesn't matter who the president is at this point. There's going to be riots and looting and mayhem no matter who's sitting there. I, I disagree. Um, I think... These people, first of all, you got to remember, uh, these people, uh, these people who are standing for BLM. They're going to keep, but Mike, I'm telling you, they're going to keep doing what they're doing, no matter who the fuck the president well, is. Before you go on, let me explain something. Yeah, go ahead. I can't remember what the term is called, but when a president does the executive uh, order by... Uh, bringing in the National Guard or even the military to to control these people. It's been done before, many times, by many different presidents. But it's been the governors and or the mayors of these um, of these states and or cities who have been saying to the president, no, we don't want your help, primarily Democrat uh, cities and states. And then they end up, you know, being burned down looted and people's property is destroyed, stolen. Uh, innocent people are, are beaten up, uh, violated, so to speak. But the president has offered to bring in the National Guard on a number of occasions and they keep turning them down. If in the event it gets to a point where BLM supporters are viciously attacking police officers and, and, and the president gets a second term, I have a very good feeling, Michael, that he will not hesitate to take care of business because if you think about it, this will be his last four years. And not to say that he's going to go like, you know, power mad stupid, but let's face it, if he's going to take care of business, and I hope he does because I'm sick of his BLM pieces of shit, they should be taken out. And, no, I'm and, waiting. And you know what? You I'm waiting for I that to happen. That? Say, say, say again, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm waiting for that to happen. Do you agree with it or do you not agree with it? With what? Bringing in the National Guard or the military to con control the situation. If it stops it, why not? Okay, that's what I'm getting at. See, they're making it out so that it's it's – they're saying it's President Trump's uh, – it's, it's him that is bringing on these riots. That's what they're claiming. That's what the left is claiming. But I'm sorry, they're all wrong. First and foremost, BLM is not a normal organization 
that actively believes in helping black people. Let us get that perfectly clear. They are a Marxist-run organization backed by George Soros and other anti-American moron, billionaire morons. And their primary goal is to overthrow the system of this country. It has nothing to do with black people because if it did, they would be up in arms when a black officer gets shot. They'd be up in arms when uh, anybody who's black gets wrongly shot. But they only go to – they're using these people as excuses. When a black criminal gets shot and or killed, they're using that as an excuse to riot. That's their reason. Look, I'm not saying George Floyd deserved to die or anybody who got shot, you know, deserved to die. I'm simply saying that when a, a police officer tells you, stop coming towards me with that knife or that gun or I will shoot and kill you, then you stop and you, you don't resist arrest because of that, when you resist arrest, you, you, you can get taken down. And that is the job. Yeah, it's of called common sense, but, you know. Right. Right. And it's, it's we like that police, here in America for some odd reason now. It's what the police are hired for. How difficult is it? They just use the race card in every situation they can. And the fact that they're back in this piece of shit, Blake, who, who raped this girl, is absurd. It's absurd. It has nothing to do with black people. Nothing. Sorry, well, Mike, I've said that a bunch of times on this program before that these movements, they sort of start off in the right place and then they sort of end up in the wrong place. They sort of get infiltrated. Just look at the Me Too movement. It started off as a good thing, but then it turned bad. That's that's usually how it always happens. Well, BLM from the start had nothing to do with black people. Well, nothing, nothing to do with what's going on now, that's for sure. No, of course not. Absolutely not. You're going to sit there and tell me that breaking windows, uh, throwing Molotov cocktails. Well, that's what throwing- I mean. It was it got hijacked. Right. Yeah, all of these things sort of get hijacked. That's the and that's the bad thing. Even Antifa. Antifa says that they're anti-fascists when what they do is the exact same thing of what the brown shirts the fascists did in Germ- in Nazi Germany. So, sorry, you're wrong too. I'm hearing the bird. Is he up? Yes, yeah, Sergeant is uh, Sergeant responding. Is okay. He's responding to my anger. I'm glad he's okay, though. Yeah, he's, he's not okay. sad? Uh, no, no. Why would he be sad? Well, he lost a comrade there. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, what was that, July? Yeah, he's over that. He's got over Animals. it already? He's good. Yeah, animal, animals don't hold uh, emotional, uh, you know, depression like we do. No, I'm glad he's not heartbroken. Well, he was for a few days. He looked for uh, he looked for Kiki for a while, but yeah, that's what I mean right there. That that would kill me if I saw something like that. Well, he was doing it for about a week. Oh, so. that that would make me sad. But you know, they 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 do eventually get over something like that. You know, I, I said that animals don't get depressed, but they do. They do. They probably do, yeah. Most definitely. But yes, if if somebody wants to call in, you you can. I saw something in the chat there. But yeah, if you want to call in, you are more than free to do so. That number is 
1-866-472-5765. Give us a call, folks. Yeah, I believe that's the right number. 1-760-332-8965. Don't be scared. Call in. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah, your thoughts and opinions, they matter. They really do. Mike, I get all kinds of emails from people telling me that they want to call in, but they they only listen to the podcast uh, rendition of the program. It, it makes me sad. Mm. Yeah, some people are just, I guess, either they can't listen to it at the time that we're on or... I just think, well, what, what, why are you so busy? I mean, <laughs> there's not much going on. Yeah, right. Can't be that busy during this time. And, uh, oh, Mike, we, we are, um, joined by another caller here. Let's, let's bring them in. Uh, caller, you are live on the air. How are you? Good. How are you, Michael? I can't complain. What's going on, my friend? Uh, good. I wanted to uh, talk about the topic you were discussing about, um, you know, the, pre the present administration and how, um, you know, they're, it's like uh, our government is – well, first of all, I had a comment. I have a challenge, and I also have a, a suggestion for you. But the, the Sure. Well, hold on. One second. Let me ask you a question. Mike didn't know who Bob Woodward was. <laughs> um, you know who that gentleman is, correct? Yeah, he's one of the um, reports that the, uh, all the president's men is based on. Right. So you are familiar with Bob Woodward. You know that he's a journalist and he's very respected, correct? Even to a point where Donald Trump has a deep respect and admiration for Bob Woodward, correct? Yeah, he's one of the reporters that supposedly broke Watergate. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, okay, so you do know, right, okay. Go ahead. I just wanted to make sure you know who that is because I wanted to ask you some questions as well. But go ahead and yeah. lay it on me. Go ahead. Well, f first, you know, there's there, this idea, this, um, I guess it's a perception, that, you know, things they have to have to go with light speed uh, presently. We have to remember that uh, we've been infiltrated as a, as a country. Absolutely. If you look at our, if you look at our government like a ship, I mean, uh, Trump getting into office is like reaching the bridge. You know, that's about what had happened. There were those that were, you know, uh, patriots within the, within, uh, the, the government. And there were those that, that, that we've been influenced by, uh, that were, they didn't need the mutiny, uh, with the course that we were on before because we had other people in the, on the bridge. Uh, the beget, the first step was to retake that bridge, uh, which we did. Um, and it's like being able to steer that ship at this particular, at this particular juncture. There are a lot of different steps that need to be taken because of that infiltration. Uh, and there are things that I'm sure that we're not even privy to, uh, that, uh, that would, would, uh, would probably make our head spin that's going on behind the scenes. So we have to be a, a bit patient with the, with, I think the, the level of, uh, uh, what's been achieved thus far. No, you're right about that. that. We, we forget to take consideration for all sorts of shit that we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. That yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I there. There also you've had some guests on that have. Um, you know, I like to think of it like a. Um, you know, they they're 
when when this terminology down going down the rabbit hole, you have to be careful that we don't use those metaphors. That, that metaphor is not necessarily the um, I think the most appropriate one because the, the going down the rabbit hole is very much like this. Is what I love about the discernment of your show. Uh, Michael, you allow your guests to um, present their, uh, their opinions, and you leave it as an open forum. You, you leave it in an open forum where uh, everyone can look at it from their perspective, but but you don't censor what they're trying right. to say. When right. we, when we're when we're within when we're going down a rabbit hole, the rabbit hole is associated with things like the Mad Hatter. You know that you you know where the Mad Hatter really came from. You know, the, in England, the, the 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 Hatters of the felt the, the Hatters were the, the the individuals that created the felt hats, and they 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 were so uh, d- um, distraught with the fumes, the mercury fumes that they used in the process that they became practically insane. I mean, it caused all kinds it called it called caused all kinds of uh, problems with their with their their cognitive functioning. And when we going down that so-called rabbit hole, many times people can. Uh, string a whole bunch of, of of connected points, like in one of those movies where they're looking at the the serial killer, and they have all of the little strings attached to all of the. Anyone can one of those maps that is showing all of the corporations and all of the and all of the um, the, the corporate structure of the of 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 what we what we're up against with with that, with, with whatever terms they are, Illuminati and so on. But we can lose sight yes. of the fact that that's. Not, that's not really what what, what 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 direction we should be going. The direction is the dragon's layer. You know, the metaphor. The a metaphor is really, you, you know, like when people were in 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 a in a village, uh, uh, you, you would have one of those stories about uh, the the dragon that was uh, uh, attacking the village, and everyone knew where the dragon's layer was, right? In, right. Uh, in those stories. Yes. There. So the, the enemy that we're talking about, instead of being a mad hatter, which is which is essentially can, you can run down that rabbit hole, and they, they you can have all of that information. You can have as much of that information as you want, but in a sense, it almost leaves those individuals uh, very much like um, the mad hatters that were suffering from those vapors, uh, from the, the the mercury vapors. It leaves them disillusioned. It leaves them. Uh, uh, disoriented, it leaves them uh, uh, with a lack of uh, strength or power, self self determination. We start calling these overseers royal. I don't know what would be royal about them. We 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 become very disempowered when we're in the down the rabbit hole. But the real action is in the dragon's lair. Everyone knows where that dragon's lair is. Even the dragon doesn't care whether whether uh, uh, whether you know where the lair is. And and in all those stories, there's a metaphor to those stories. Um, there's a there's a lesson too. They're always filled with a bunch of treasure. And here's the difference between going down a rabbit hole and going into that layer. The layer is going to challenge you. You have to be. It's like that hero's journey. You see, my belief is is that the one thing that they're all truly afraid of is enlightenment, right? We are all Neo right, or John Connor in our own matrix. We're all a Neo. It's not the one. Every individual has that potential for that awakening. And I can prove that because in one word, 
censorship. This is what I so much respect about your show, Michael. The fact of the matter is, is that if censorship, why would you spend the resources and the time with censorship with, in such, with, in such a, to such a degree? Because the one thing that, they, that, that, that the individuals that are trying to maintain control, the one thing that they're so scared of is that, that, that awakening for every single individual. And I'm, I'm tired of individuals looking at it like it's a preordained picture, as if it's a self-fulfilled prophecy, as if this is what they're doing and this is what's going to happen and they're definitely going to do this. That is the only one timeline. It does not mean it has to be our timeline. It doesn't have to be yours, Michael. It doesn't have to be mine. It doesn't have to be that timeline. But we buy into that self-fulfilling prophecy because they've laid traps for us. You see, when you go into that, that, that dragon's lair, the one thing that's different between that and the rabbit hole is that you can be a mad hatter on the street corner with a doom and gloom sign all you want, but you don't have to do anything. When you're doing that, you don't have to do anything to truly change yourself. When you go into that dragon's lair, that dragon had those riches that are there. Those are the challenges for you because it's just like Aladdin picking up uh, all kinds of other precious stones or whatever it might be. There, that, that layer, you lose sight of what the purpose of your mission is. It's to slay the dragon. It's not to get the treasure. And the ego can get in the way. If we don't change ourselves, if we don't... I'm using that as a metaphor, but the idea is that if we don't truly transform ourselves, then we're not going to make it to the other. We're not going to have the timeline we want. But each of us have to be able to do that ourselves. We can bitch and moan all we want about our present condition, and we can be like on the street corner, like a mad hatter, bringing off all the Illuminati lines and every, every single connection that we can make with what they've done all the way back to JFK's assassination and whatever it might be. That's the timeline that they want, but it doesn't mean that we have to buy into it, but it requires that we change ourselves. Now, the final thing I wanted to share with you is that my suggestion is, is that I, I, I respect your program so much that you and I, is it, I think it's a Mike uh, City, your, your, your co-host. Oh yeah. Mike uh, Hideous, right. Mike Hideous. Both of you, you know, you, 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 have you read 1984? Have you read the book 1984? I have not read the whole book. Okay, okay. Well, there's a lot of, there are a lot of terms in there that, of course, we all know. Things like double think and, and so on. And right. the, the, the thought police and big brother. But there's a term there, the memory hole. And it's about all of that information that has been destroyed. It's essentially gone down that memory hole and then lost forever. Well, I think one of the most powerful things that the alternative media can do now in today's age is to keep reminding the public of the fact that they're, every time these individuals flip-flop between one year or the next year or the new, a new generation of individuals and they talk about climate change and everything they're going to do, and yet the past 40 years they haven't done anything about it. Right. These <laughs> yes. That, that, that if you, you and your co-host could go Instead of going down the memory hole and losing ourselves or going down the rabbit hole and losing ourselves, you might consider – I think you're just the host to do this – is to have a segment where you, you're – it's like excavating that memory hole. It's like bringing back out that information so people can say, no, 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 wait a minute. Two years ago, you said this. 
or or five years ago this is what happened or the antifa flag looks just like the the brown shirts of nazi germany or whatever it might be it's a re remember 984 was about that that crushing oppression that this big brother had on a society where they were in a perpetual state of the present day at the present moment and it was ruled by big brother that's exactly what's happening today if you destroy the past or you don't know your past, then you're going to suffer the fate of repeating it over and over and over That's again. Right. But if you That's have right. no idea what, what the past is, you don't you have no idea what kinds of atrocities occurred. They're in control of this, and it's it's a form of mass psychic um, torture. It's a mental torture going on because we have nothing to grab onto that has. There's no stability for the minds to grasp onto because one week it's this and no, 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 you didn't hear me say that it's that. And it's a complete gaslighting. So a lot of the techniques that were, were spoken about in that book are coming to fruition today. So I just would encourage everyone to think about, I mean, I do this myself. The idea is that the only transformation that can really happen is when you are the hero of your own story. You are Neo. We're all Neo. We're all our own Neos. We don't need to, 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 this is the disempowerment. We never have to feel. And here's another thing: the hypocrisy is is that if you think that that these uh, the, these overlords are so all powerful, everyone is connected to the same source. How whatever your religious convictions are, or any other belief system, we're all connected to that same power. And it's how you're going to access that power. That's the most important thing to remember: that each of us, we we don't have to have a separation. They want you to be separated. They want you to be isolated, but you don't have to be isolated from that. You can be the hero of your own journey in the sense that you have to change. You can't let other people pick up, do you can't be, do the heavy lifting for us. Right. We all have to make, and that's the problem. I think that, that it's very convenient to stay within the rabbit hole because it's, it's a draining. Yes, you can. It, it, it feeds the ego, too, because you can spend a lot of time saying, well, I know this and I know that. And this other poor bastard doesn't know. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to start to enlighten him right now. Well, that's ego. We don't need to operate by ego. It's, it's not so important whether you know. Do you realize that, that the tangled web that we weave when we start to do that? When you start to know the names of these individuals more than you know your second cousins or your this or your own family, I mean, then it starts to get a little weird. The idea is that it's all about redirection. The dragon sitting there and all of the, the, the symbology is out in plain sight for everyone to see. They're not afraid. They're all, they're, the only fear that they would have is that you avoid the treasure, which is a which is a which is a, a way of, of distracting you and 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 feeding your ego, and going for what the target is, which is to release ourselves from this bondage, and that means to slay the dragon. Love that. Huh. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And of course, I must ask you, who are you going to be voting for, if you don't mind uh, telling us? Well, I would say that the present administration has done um, a very good job. So I'm on the, I'm on the side of the present administration. So you're voting for Trump? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Some people in the chat were saying, or well, they were wondering if you were a school teacher. No, no, no. I'm not a school teacher. No. But um, yeah, they were asking, is he know, a teacher? 
Well, I, I teach my own kids. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I, every parent's job is to do that for sure. Oh, that brings up an incredible topic. Yeah, no, I'm not officially a school teacher, but I will say this, that, um, you know, again, there's a, there's a, there's a great opportunity today for individuals to be indoctrinated. And again, it goes back to the fact that we have to take our own, our, our own, our, we have to have our own, the, our own strength to be able to, to, uh, process what we're being, what, what we're, what we're receiving. It can't just be, we can't take a hook, line and sinker. And that's, that's the most important thing. There's a big danger, especially it's very easy to indoctrinate when, like I said, you're, you're controlling the present. Um, you know, when you're, when that material is just being spoon fed to you and, uh, that, that the cognitive abilities have been in on attacked for years. I mean, we talk about that term dumbing down the population. That, that's a very, it's unfortunate term. And, and, and so is the term sheeple because again, we have the potential to go as far as we want to go. And therefore then, it, it's it, to have that the, the disparaging remarks to our fellow human beings, just treating them or saying saying those things about them, just because they might not know a few factoids that we know, um, it's 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 distressing because again, it's the same kind of it's feeding the ego, and and in divided we're going to be we're fall, but but together we can we can make a big difference. Yes, and I, caller, I, let me it, let me stop you there, caller. Um, where are you from, by the way? Where do I live? Yeah, you're, well, can you tell us what state you're in? Yeah, I live in Minnesota. Minnesota, okay. Yeah. Nice. Is it cold out there? Well, what's going on with the weather? No, it's mild. It's mild? It's okay. Cold. If yeah. I may ask. That's hot uh, as shit out here, by the way. If, yeah. if I may ask, what what's uh, what are the tendencies like out there? Is there any violence? Have you seen any violence or protesting or rioting? Right. You know, no, I, I haven't. I think that it, you bring up a very interesting point. Um, no, I haven't. I, I, I've, I haven't witnessed it, and thankfully I haven't witnessed it. You know, if I've been with my kids or uh, we have not uh, firsthand witnessed to that. I think that what's occurred is, you know, in our society, I think there is a burden for our society because of some of the recent events that have occurred that there's a, a, a great psychic wound. And no matter what people think of, you know, what caused it or what the actual validity of things are of, of those events, the effect has been that it's unleashed something that is uh, very traumatic for uh, a, a huge portion of the population. And therefore, then, there I'm not going to say obligation. I'm going to say there's an opportunity for individuals in this part of the country to better than we have to face, you know, the, the circumstances and the divisions head on and say that if this event happened here, uh, we have a, if we truly believe that we are uh, diverse, have diversity, that we have uh, inclusion, that we have uh, a love for one another, that each of us will make an effort to find a way to overcome hatred with love, to find ways of actively pursuing ways of creating bonds with other individuals, creating those cords. Because if you tear the fabric and you're not willing to make an effort to put it back together, then what what can we say for ourselves? Uh, I, I would say that there's 
it's shell shock is what I would say. There's more of shell shock. That's how I Kohler, can, can I ask you a question, Kohler? Yeah, yeah. If if did did you by chance uh, and this is not the question I want to ask you. It's leading to my question. Did you by chance see the video footage of one or several of the people who were laughing when um, they saw the police who were shot in an execution style uh, being sent to the hospital. Did you see any of that footage at all? The, these people who were laughing at the cops who had been shot? Yeah, I'm aware of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm aware so, of. So, yeah, so yeah. You, did, you did see that. Let me ask you a question. I heard it. What, w- what would you say, uh, for example, if one of those people were – or you were standing in front of these one of these people and they were laughing at the fact that two cops had just got shot in the head and in execution execution style and they were laughing about it what would you say to them how would i respond to them or what do i think about it in other words if you saw them and they let's say you were on the same street that they were and they're talking on their cell phones going yo man that mf just got popped yo ha 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 yo ha. what would you yeah. say to some ignorant piece of crap like that well, there again, you're using the term. Here's the point: you're 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 instantly you're instantly on the offensive, aren't you? The, the, the whole to those guys, is, yes, not to you. I, I, I'm I'm just curious how you no. would respond to something like that. I I, no, I do no. have a reason for my questioning, but yes, I am very no. angry at those people. Uh, I, I, I think I meant, they're just obnoxious. In, in, in they're they're unintelligent is what I'm saying. They have absolutely no sense of morals, nor are they educated to understand what the circumstances are. So when I ask well, you that on. question, I'm simply trying to find out how you would respond to a person who is so hateful and obnoxious. Well, I just, here's what I meant. I didn't mean that you uh, – uh, how do I call you? Mr. Sidious or – I don't know, I don't <laughs> no, know you how, can, to, how to – You can just call, call him Mike. Mike. It's fine. Mike, okay, okay. <laughs> whatever you want. You can um, call me a jerk, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, no, no. I just, meant that, I just meant that the offensive nature of how you might describe them is what I mean. That posture that you have towards them is not – uh, how shall I say? It's we have to be bigger than than that to be able to overcome what we need to overcome in this world right now. Meaning that every moment, that every time that we we people may not be as as, as sensitive. P- people may not be as humane as you would like them to be. Of course, but then again, we each it's like a fractal. Each of us, the world itself, we're each looking at it from our own perspective and from our own lens. Uh, if you, in answer to your question, I would, I would, I would, if I had the ability to talk with them, I'd ask them, well, how would you feel if that was, uh, you know, someone that you loved? And as far as my, and, and to see what their true response was. But as far as my posture towards that, I can't know where they're coming from or what they've, what, what, you know, I haven't been in their shoes. All I can say is that, that if that kind of disdain for human life is, is occurring in our world right now, then it's, it's an indictment of the way that what our society has become. You have to remember something that, you know, that technology is a friend and it can also be an incredible, um, yes. And so what you have, the filters, with all of the the gaming and the and the you know the lack of 
when you've got the kind of the violence that is occurring on the screen and you're clocking hours like that with that motor control of seeing the blood and the gore, that dehumanization of the shooting, then the whole world itself is like a, a big video game and, and people are gaming and LARPing. Are you right? blaming like, video games on the violence that we're seeing? Uh, I just gave that as one particular. Or just in general. Yeah, or just in general. Mm -hmm. I'm making, no, I'm not, I'm not laying it all at the feet of video games. I'm just, uh, no, I'm just giving one example. The president made a good example of that as well. I'm just taking that on. Yeah, he mentioned video games at one point for being the blame. Yeah, we've been so desensitized to that to such a degree that in answer to your question, a question, Mike, how, how would I, you see, again, if, if we don't, it, the, the issue really is the fact that we, we, that people could be walking around and having such a disdain for, for, for life, for people that they don't even know. Uh, that is a, uh, an, an indication that we are on, a, a not a steady decline, but a, a very precipitous uh, cliff, and we're about to go over it. Fair enough. I don't um, completely disagree with you on that point. We are I, I at was that. Say the same thing. I don't, yeah, I don't completely disagree I, I, with I him, Mike. It. I mean, we're at that point where certain people they find out what your political ideology is, and after they find out, they they are done with you. They shun you. If, if let's say they're you're not a Democrat, you're not a Republican. Um, now you're a piece of shit. You know what? It, yeah, it also has to do a lot with the fact that the people of of this this generation, well, for the for a long time now, they've never had anything taken away from them. During World War One, World War Two, people had to work hard to get what they needed in order to survive. These people, these snowflakes, these entitlement assholes, they just sit back and they're like, "Give me, give me, give me! I want, want, want! I'm not going to go to work today because I just don't feel like." I mean, these are just people who were born in a world of me, 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 the me generation. And everything, it's, it's because of technology. It's because of, of, of social media. It's because of the, the corrupt uh, uh, media. I mean, we're just being – they're being fed this constant lie of like, you know, white people are bad. The government is bad. Police are bad. Uh, America sucks. These people have never gone through anything where they had to – uh, really bust their ass in order to to stay alive. So you're saying the younger generations haven't had to persevere. And when I say younger generation, I'm talking from like maybe maybe 38, 40 down. I mean, you know, I I didn't grow up during the war either. I, I was born in the 60s uh, during the Vietnam War, and the only other wars I saw was like uh, Desert Storm. Uh, the Iraqi, the second Iraqi war, and that's pretty much it. But I was brought up by a family who educated me. They educated me not so much academically, but how to be decent, how to respect my elders, how to be a kind person, how to respect women. You're going to tell me that that piece of shit that sat there laughing while that woman that woman who had her, her jaw shot and stood as a hero trying to protect that other uh, policeman who was shot in the head you know you're going to sit there and tell me that it was okay to laugh no no I'm sorry I would have taken that guy down with a club 
These people are, they're ignorant, they're self-righteous, and frankly, I have no use for them. Caller, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say that, you know, that you've heard the term that, you know, we're, we're only as strong as our weakest link. You know, people like to pontificate and talk about humanity, uh, and yet that, that is, if we're going to be inclusive to humanity, that means that you, we're talking about everyone. We're talking about every individual. And then we have to take responsibility for the fact that we collectively, as human beings, if we have individual society are feeling that way, there's a, there's a, an obligation. To, I don't want to use that term. I want to say that, again, there's an opportunity for us to be bigger than that. Now, I just want to, I know you're thinking it's all like kumbaya now. But, you know, when you're talking about, like, let's say, you know, the movements in, in the past, a lot of people believe that, that some of those nonviolent movements were somehow passive. They were not passive, but they did it in such a way. Here's the thing. When you have an individual that's standing before you that is centered in love, they and they know that they're on the, the uh, on on the side of right, and they're literally in their eyes. They're telling you there is nothing that you can do that's going to change my mind that I'm in the right for love. They are a force of nature. Now, if you multiply that by millions of individuals standing together against something that they would consider an atrocity, that is how an individual like Gandhi was able to get back, take back a country from an empire. There are the power of that is incredible. True protesting is incredible, and in today's world, it has been deformed and taken. They're using that double speak to create a. You see one thing, but they say another. They use terminology that has nothing to do. They're they're trying to commandeer those terms and confuse your mind. Um, yeah, yes, that's exactly what Maxine. That's exactly what Maxine Waters did when she got up on her little podium and started telling people, her followers, the left, to go to Republicans and uh, those who are a part of the Republican Party and disrupt their dinners, disrupt their happy times with their family, with their children, their wives, telling them get violent, get in their faces. This is the kind of. This is the kind of act we have from the left they've gone completely off their rocker caller i don't know if you know anything about me i don't think you do but i was a a politically correct liberal democrat for 26 years until i was racially attacked and beat up for being caucasian and and i i never would have thought of ever disrupting someone's life a republican's life simply because i was told to do it I believed everybody okay, I, had the right to, 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 to have their own thought. Mike, what you're yes, feeling sir. right now, 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 try to re, now, try, now try for a second to put yourself in the shoes of the individuals that are laughing about the shootings. What if you witnessed uh, someone in a uniform um, kill your brother right in front of you? you, you Caller, with all due respect, I, I, I take death very seriously. I take violence very seriously. I'm not the kind of asshole that would sit around and laugh at somebody who gets punched in the face. I would not. Sim- I would certainly not laugh at someone that has been stabbed, shot, clubbed in the face or head and bleeding profusely. 
I don't take that lightly. That is very serious to me. I would never, no, ever but, laugh. But seem to be inspired to, to, you know, hit somebody with a baseball bat because they're saying some pretty ridiculous things. I, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you about some of the rhetoric that, that they're that individuals are using. That, but that's just rhetoric. You know, whether people are acting on that or not, I'm, I'm, I, I'm trying to impart to, to me what I see is, is that if we truly all in as far as loving one another, truly caring about one another, there's a, there's a, there's a bit, there's an amount of pity that has to be, you know, uh, uh, directed towards individuals that cannot bask in that. The, the, the most precious things I have in my life, I protect with my life. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to stand here and say that I'm not going to defend my wife or my children. I certainly am. And I will lay down my life for them for sure. But what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't, it's, it is kind of like throwing fuel on the fire if we, if we are continually, it, 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 it's, if you know we're, if you know that we're being gamed by uh, these uh, the, the individuals, whatever, however you, whoever you want to call them, they, they, they know that that division is what they're looking for. And we don't have to engage our, our intention and our energy into that. And the reason why we do, Mike, and the reason why I think most people in the world do is because it's very easy because we don't have a plan ourselves. We buy into the whole thing. We buy into the prophecies and we buy into the, we buy into the, 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 the gaming that's going on. It's that it's a self-fulfilled prophecy and it's a doomsday and it's this and that. And you have to, you know, you got to get an underground shelter and go two miles underground and you have to hide away. And you have to hate everybody that doesn't have the color of your skin and whatever it may be. But we don't have to buy into that narrative. We don't. And we don't. With all due respect, you know sir, with all due respect, I understand your opinion. I, I respect it. I do. Uh, you sound like a very nice man. I, I can appreciate your values. You. I might even say you sound like a pacifist, but that aside, all I'm saying is this: I grew up in a different world. I'm not, I'm not sure where you're like from and what your background is, but I grew up in, a, I grew up in Patterson, New Jersey, uh, which was it's a war New zone Yorker. now. I'm a New Yorker, by the way. Okay, all I right. grew up in, New and and yeah. again, as I said, I respect, I respect. Your, your idealism of, of love and peace. I, I really do. I really do. But you know something, sir? What I've seen, what I've been seeing since the election of 2016, I have seen the Democratic Party crumble all because they hate this man so much. They will not give him any credit for the things that he's done, and they are simply against him simply for the fact of hating him. They have no reason anymore. There never was a reason to hate the guy. They simply did not like him. And then, you know, time after time, calling him a racist, calling him a homophobic, calling him uh, an Islamophobe, calling him a xenophobe, calling him this, that, and the other thing. Then his family and that he wasn't this, that, and the other. But yet the guy's done more for this country than the last four presidents combined. Give the guy some credit. But that's aside from what I'm trying to say. I grew up in a different atmosphere i grew up where if i'm an eye you know an eye for an eye tooth for tooth kind of guy but your your opinion of of 
not not sure your opinion. You know, idealism of peace and love. I really like that. I do. You sound like a wonderful person. I just can't simply agree with the fact that I'm supposed to accept these people for the times that we're being brought up in. What do you mean, I, these I, people? I, by by these people, I mean those who are uh, rioters, the looters, the the violence. The, those people, the ones who stand for BLM. The oh, those people. Stand, yeah, the ones who stand for Antifa. I, okay. I can't, I'm sorry. I cannot – I can't see their way because I was once on the left for, for a long time. I was on the left, but I, 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 I just can't anymore. I'm sorry. I, I, but, I, I would, you know, I, love, love and, and happiness is a wonderful thing. Yeah, go I ahead, call her. I just don't think it will work anymore. Yeah, go ahead, call her. I was going to say that again. There's a very big mis misinterpretation of of the kumbaya, you know, uh, concept of this, um, you know, warm fuzzy feeling about love. But in actuality, love truly is the most powerful force in the entire universe. So love conquers it all. Is. In other words, right? It does. Okay. It absolutely. Some would, does. Some would say firmly, just the I firmly opposite. Believe that. But, but here's would, the point. Again, okay, well, we're not going to come to a conclusion in, in this um, discussion here. So, caller, I do want to thank you for calling in. Yes, I appreciate you, the call. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank All right, you. buddy. Thank you, buddy. Take care of yourself. Yes, next caller, you are live on the air. How are you? Please turn down your, your computer there, if you don't mind. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, can, can you turn your fucking computer down, please? It's all the way off. Thank you. Now go ahead. You're live on the air. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We can't complain. Just having fun doing the show. And uh, where are you calling from, if you don't mind me asking? I'm up in eastern Washington State. Nice. And what's going on out there? Give us an update. Who's who's fighting who out there? Is the police <laughs> going crazy? Is there any wildfires? Are <laughs> um, any cars on fire? What, what's the situation with COVID out there? We need it all. Go ahead. Oh. Oh gosh! Let it, I let can't it out. cover it all. Let it I can't out. Cover it all, Mike. We're I can't here. Cover it all, Mike. We got all the time. Come on. <laughs> oh, but oh gosh! All right, all right. Oh, uh, start I, slow. So, okay, so I was, I was. Uh, start slow. Start slow. It's okay. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! All right. Um, let's see. So I guess. Golly, that guy, the last guy went on for a long time. I'm sorry and, about that. And, I mean, it was it was a good talk there. I mean, I just know it was going to come yeah, to a sorry. conclusion of no, any sorts. We weren't going to go anywhere. No. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. There was a lot of things I wanted to touch on, and as as he was talking, I was thinking, shit, I ain't going to be able to remember this in uh, an hour when he's done talking. We appreciate him, though. <laughs> by the way, I don't I don't want to seem disrespectful. He was a great caller. Uh, no, he was a very no, nice. Yeah, guy. he's sure. a great caller. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, I can't remember all the things I wanted to touch on and, you know, do I really have to touch on everything? No, you don't. Know, it's you okay. Know. I'm just, I was just trying to, <laughs> trying to mess with you there. But yes, I, during that conversation, uh, I, I brought up Bob Woodward. Um, you know who that is, correct? Uh, actually if, is, is it somebody who's on TV? He's a journalist. Kind of. Have you not oh, heard yeah. the audio okay. clip of him and Donald Trump yet? No, I haven't. I haven't watched TV. Oh my god! For about ten for about ten years. Never mind. 
Good for you. Good for you. Yes. Uh, yes. So what's going on with you? Are you enjoying the show this evening? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, I remember one thing for certain. I, I wanted if I got on the air, I, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, there's definitely something I just wanted to say. Was yeah. Um, since I haven't watched TV for so long, you feel better. And well, yeah, absolutely. I bet. But there's 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 definitely something that is noticeable when I'm out, w- whether I'm at work or if I'm just out in public grocery shopping or whatever I'm doing, if I'm out in public, it's, it's easy to spot people who watch a lot of TV. Well, of course. Absolutely. Right. And, and I'm not, and I'm not saying it, I'm not, I'm not saying it to be insulting. It's just, it's just, it's noticeable. Um, well, we lost a lot of listeners after that comment. Yeah, they can fuck off. A bunch of people are just tuned out. A bunch of suburban house mothers just tuned out of the show. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lose your viewership and everything. Yeah, people are leaving. People are unsubscribing right now. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Michael Beacon program died because of callers. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to edit this part out. Okay, cool. (laughs) I'm joking. Go ahead. Um, um, but so like, I, I've been telling a couple of people that people that I know I can, you know, they'll listen to me if right. I'm talking instead of just being like, oh yeah, whatever. It's, it's becoming pretty apparent that if nobody had a television set in their house, essentially there wouldn't be any coronavirus. False. The internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't watch TV. I, I'm glued to to this little tiny screen in my hand from my cell phone. <laughs> we all are. Right. I'm right, addicted to right, the news, right, right. but it's it's my. Yeah. The thing is, people like myself who host the show, we we have to be watching television. We have to be That's watching right. Fox News. We right. have to watch CNN. Right. We have to watch all, right. all these things that we don't really want to watch. Right. I don't but here's everywhere. the thing. But here's the thing. There are other individuals out there who make it their job uh, to watch all these things, even though they don't, even though they don't have right. to, and they get right. sucked into this game right. and then they yeah. start doing dumb shit. <laughs> so yeah, I know what you mean. There, there are yeah. those individuals out there who you can't fucking spot in a crowd and know for sure that they watch too much fucking TV. No doubt. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And no, it's good. On, it's good on people like you guys out there who are paying attention to everything, you know, and, in a sense, I can't say that I'm I'm free of media just because I don't watch TV. You know, obviously, I follow your program. You know, there's I right. I, I do check I do check in on YouTube. You know, see what's going on out there, whether I believe it all or not. No, that's a different story, kind of, right? Yeah, it's a discernment thing. Sure, you know? is it is it plausible? Could that really happen? No, yeah, you know, so many variables. All about so discernment, indeed. Right. So, um, um, oh, shit. I just want yeah, to, I want to commend you, Kohler. There's... I want to tell you, I'm very proud of you because I did the same thing in 2008. I canceled my cable he cut uh, the cord. subscription. I cut the cord, cut the and cord. I haven't. I do watch movies. Uh, I have a lot of DVDs, and I also have recently acquired Netflix as far back as January. So, um, I only watch movies. That's it. What's Netflix? 
that's a joke. I'm Amazing. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't know what Netflix is. Wow. I was going to say, holy shit, he's really off the grid, Mike. Wow. Yeah. He's off no, the grid. No, no. I, I, all... I, do, um, I do like watching old movies, you know, movies that I remember as a child. Nice. And yes. being like, oh, that was, those are great. Oh, you know, I'll watch those. I'll watch those. But if I could have conversation with anybody I personally know in my life and they'll say, hey, they, they'll bring up anything, anything that's within the last five, ten years. And they'll say, hey, did you see the episode of whatever? I don't even know what whatever is. What what are you, what are you even talking about? That's on TV, I'm assuming, right? right. <laughs> or, you know, did you see the did you see the third episode of the whatever movies? Or I haven't been to a uh, to a movie in a theater since the first Spider-Man. Wow! In whatever that's two thousand. That's a long time. Two thousand and one, maybe, or two thousand two, somewhere back there. Wow! It was actually, I think, it might have been in two thousand because I, I think. When they were going to do that, they had to hold it back from being released. No, wait. Now I think it might be 2002 because after 2001, 9/11, they had to eliminate the twin towers from the the films. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. They had to edit it out. They had it edited out. Yeah, so, yeah it might have been 2002. Wow, boy, dude, man, you, it's been a while. You. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, I want to commend I, you I for, probably, for your. Yeah, I, pro I probably have a heart attack if I went to watch a movie. In the theater today. Well, I don't think you want. I don't think you want to go to any theater today. <laughs> Definitely not today. No. Nah, man, be smarter but, than that. Uh, but um, um, I think I think a lot of, <clears throat> gosh, shit, it goes. Yeah, like I remember hearing about the rabbit hole in the conversation uh -oh. earlier, and here we go. No, we're not going. We're not going to go down the rabbit hole. Oh, okay. Just, like you guys were talking about. I got scared. Past, I got scared there. Bringing things, bringing things up that we can't, we shouldn't forget from the past. That's um, right. Was, it was something along the lines of, ever since technology has gotten better and better and better, it's easier and easier and easier to just persuade the masses that this is what's happening. This is That's what's right. going on. Well, it hasn't changed. Right. It's, it hasn't changed since the dawn of time. I mean, religion was the first real successful right. tool, right. and then came the television. Right. You don't think and, the radio uh, had anything to do with it? Mark? The radio did, yes. Television and radio, we could count them as one entity because at one time, radio sure. was the frontier, the front runner at one time. Families would right. sit around and all that. You know the, You know the deal. Well, one can also right. say before radio and before tell. Ouch, you son of a bitch! One could say before radio and television, uh, there was the newspapers as well. Or the newspaper, yeah, the propaganda press, no doubt. Yep, right. You got it. Look, so go I ahead, think, Kohler. So I think a lot of the stuff that, well, fuck. Uh, okay, where to begin? No, I'll go back with. Um, we can Have go you back been uh, drinking, Kohler? Uh, not too frequently, but more recently, yes. Because yes. of COVID, because of the lockdown, did you pack a, a well, few pounds? He's got nothing to watch, Michael. He's got a drink. Yeah, you got a drink, right? <laughs> got nothing else going on. Just boredom, yeah. By the yeah. way, I got to ask you this. Have you put on any pounds since the, um, shelter in place? You know what? I actually lost weight. You lost some weight. Good for you. Yeah. I know some people that put uh, on weight. I, most of the I people lost. I know put on weight. Yeah, I lost. I lost too. No, when um, 
I was actually, I was really fortunate to have a job where, uh, as a profession, I take care of indoor plants at a casino. Oh, oh right and, on. Okay. And we had, we had one of the important people make their rounds maybe a week or two after we, everyone got sent home. And that important person started to realize, oh, shit, all of our plants are dying. Well, the mm. plant guy, the plant guy. We need the plant guy back in there. <laughs> right. So, I, so I've been taking care of plants. Well, um, I didn't go back to work full time immediately. It, it took him a little bit of time, but um, I had about a uh, I had about a month of time off, where no work for a full straight month. And I have a dog, and um, I love her to death. Take care of her better than probably better than if I had children. Maybe that's awesome. No but kids, I, huh? No I, wife, no girlfriend. What's going on with you there? Uh, mental problems. You got mental problems. <laughs> <laughs> I, per se to say we probably all have a little mental problems. Yeah, but I mean, here we are in 2020. I'm sure you could find someone that's all fucked up, too. <laughs> I'm not looking for that, no. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, you could find you could find love anywhere these days. You pro- yeah, yeah. You haven't probably. gone to a supermarket no. and seen, like, a lady, a girl there wearing a mask there. You think she's, like, some hot ninja? <laughs> or a doctor? I'm disappointed in no. you. I'm I'm surprised. You're not out there with the with the ladies. You seem like a, a ladies' man. Uh, no. I had a bad experience a couple of years back, and that's kind of kept me off the off the hunt. Well, now you're gonna have to tell me the story. Oh boy. N- no, actually, can we just go back to where I was? Losing? No, I mean this 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 conversation got even better. <laughs> of course, of course. Of you're course, making me. You're making. You're, no. you're going to make me regret these twelve minutes that just went by. Oh come on, Mike! Come on! Don't don't play with me like that. I'm I'm playing. Color, go ahead. Um, but I seriously, I did. I, I lost weight over COVID because I was not afraid of the whole COVID thing, and I went out my. I walked my dog out in the woods a couple of times a day. Oh shit! Fearless. Versus, Look at this guy. Yeah. Walking out there. Fearless. Yeah. Fearless. Yeah, so Taking over the world. For real. For real. When uh when when it was my time to go back to work full time, I put on my work pants and I was like, Holy shit, how come these are so loose? Well, these are That's good. That's good. I tied my belt up a little bit. But then I got back to work and more people started coming back to work and I was like, Wow, everybody uh, yeah. everybody's looking kinda of round. Everybody's looking kinda of big. Uh huh. I hear you. We we're everyone's starting to look like a radio guy now. <laughs> Myself included. I mean, I've been starting to work out more often, Mike. I'm starting to look like I a could, radio I guy. Couldn't, I couldn't tell you what a radio guy looks like because, well, I don't watch radio. I listen to radio. Generally, maybe, radio maybe. guys are heavy set individuals. Um, even people that podcast. Lots yes. of podcasters out there. They are big. Yeah, it's the whole computer thing sitting behind that. You sit on your ass. So yeah, you know, I've been doing the same thing. I've been working out very slowly again, lifting the weights getting sore again, doing all that noise because, yeah, you, you definitely don't want to sit around, especially with, with no. the COVID these days. That that really messes up the immune system, and you got to be somewhat active these days. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't take your health uh, for granted now, uh, not not anymore. No, huh? That is like a wake-up um, call to America, I would say. Uh. Yeah, I'm sure there's other people out there who, who have looked around at you know their friends, family, 
whoever and been like, wow, uh, you put some weight on, didn't you? You put on some weight. Yeah, because no, everybody's sitting around in their house. Yeah. Everybody's locked in their house. You can't do anything. So, yeah, it's expected. Yeah. Well, that's why but, you, have uh, to, you have to bring in the, that prison mentality, start doing push-ups and shit, <laughs> doing sit-ups inside your closet. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Get that yep. motivation going. Yeah. Well, now's the time. Uh, so, caller, we are sort of running out of time here. Uh, anything yeah, else you right, want to right, add, right, my right. friend? I'm glad you called. Yeah, thanks. Um, I teach horticulture on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, if nice. anybody enjoys indoor plants or gardening, that's been a real popular thing during this COVID thing. Well, that's where the money is. Jump. That's where the money is. Right. That's the business that I want to get into out here. Yeah, I got into plants in 1992, uh, 92, when I got married. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I ever grew was six, six foot pot plants. Nice. Heck yeah. I, I, germinated, nice, nice. I germinated them from seeds, and I got to tell you, I was so amazed. I began buying pl- all kinds of plants, and I filled my, my apartment with them. I love plants. I really, really do. I just, where I live now, I can't have them anymore because I get no sunlight through my windows. Amazing. But that's that's very cool, Kohler. Very cool. Kohler, go ahead and plug what you'd like. Um, I think you said something about a plug. Go ahead. Awesome. Thanks. Um, um, Yeah, teach uh, horticulture on Instagram. My Instagram page is that one plant guy. And I teach (laughs) people from all over the world how to... Uh, maybe they want house plants, but they don't have enough light in their house. Love so I that. Help them, help them pick out lights. Or maybe their plants aren't doing well, so I help them diagnose their plant problems. And yeah, and that's it. That's why I spend Very about eight nice. hours, eight hour to ten hours a day on Instagram, just helping people answer my inbox questions. And yeah, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Well, that's you know. it. So I just yeah, I just wanted to call in and say, hey, your guys' show is awesome. Tried to remember some of the things that the previous caller was talking about. Hit on those and and uh, you guys, your show is awesome. I love it. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk again. Make sure to call in again. Hey, kick, yeah, for sure. Things. I will. Yeah, stay safe, my thank friend, you, thank and you. keep growing out thank there. You. Yeah, for sure. In both senses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mahalo. Yeah. All right. You get, yep. You guys be safe. Bye bye. And there he goes. Great caller. Love that. Awesome. Got a great call there. We, we've had some good calls. Yeah, no doubt. Had some good calls yeah. there. But, um, yeah, we are sort of um, running down here in time. Wow. Slowly. Quick. Don't worry, though. I, I still have some things to ask you, Mike. All right. I heard that. You're, you're, you're probably in your mind thinking, oh, fuck. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> More nonsense, right? No, no, nothing's nonsense on this show. <laughs> so, Mike, how have you been? How have I been? Yes, um, you've been okay. You're right. right you're right some, out there. Everything's had okay. Had some good news yesterday. I sold a I sold a big painting. Ah, okay, good. That was really really helpful. I'm, I mean, I sell paintings often, but like I sold an original yesterday, and uh, I'm happy to say I, you know, I made a decent chunk of change from it. Good. I'm and, glad. Uh, yeah, so I had that going on, but otherwise, I, I gotta, I gotta admit, Michael, it's been, I've been really down in the dumps with the way things have been. Uh, I haven't worked, you know, all year. I've been busting my ass trying to make money in other various ways, but I uh, just kind of miss work. 
Yeah, you missed work, right? Uh, a lot of people are missing work, no doubt. Uh, what were you saying about, I, I missed the first part. You sort of clipped out on me there. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, just feeling kind of low. You're feeling kind of low? Feel, just feeling kind of low. Just, you know, with the way things are. <laughs> a little low there? A little low. A little Lower. sound? Lower. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand, though, Mike. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that. Because I had a friend who asked me the same thing recently. Well, he didn't exactly ask me if I was all right. He just asked me if I was depressed. Then I said, no, I'm not depressed. And he said he was. Because of, you know, everything that's going on. Sure. And this is a good friend of mine, by the way. He never, he never tells me these sort of things. So that got me worried. I was like, oh, no, that's not good. I've never seen this guy sad, and I've known him uh, almost my entire life. Yeah, he's like my best friend. So that that was odd, getting that uh, sort of text message from him and asking me that. Because this is, this is a guy I've known forever, and he's never once asked me if I'm sad, if I'm happy, if I'm depressed. So I was out of left field, Mike. And and I think a lot of it also has to do well, as you just mentioned, with not being able to work. For me, it, it was like I I tried to do everything I possibly could this summer. You know, working in the yard. Uh, I was stretching my own canvases to make you know canvas painting uh, canvases. Um, I was uh, working on whatever I possibly could just to keep active. But you know, when that winter comes and you're mostly locked inside and it's cold and it's cold and it gets lonely it's, it's brutal out here and it's it's very lonely where i live so i have no friends out here i'm glad you so mentioned that part now now just to shine a little light here mike i'm curious have you at all identified the scrupulous bunch who painted the rocks and placed them on your on your lawn that is a interesting story i, I i'll make it short we, we got progress a, we got an update uh, yes. Oh, my. I was actually at the post office maybe, oh, I don't know, four weeks ago, give or take. <clears throat> and I bumped into this guy. And we just started talking, like, out of nowhere. We just right. started talking about politics. Real cool guy. Tells me, oh, he goes, I live we're, you know, in the same community that you do. And so I explained to him, just in passing, about the whole rock ordeal. Mm. And he says to me, oh, he goes, you know – they found out who that person was. Wow. And I'm like, you're kidding. He's like, no. He goes, they, they live right around the opposite side of the block where I'm at. And um, we had already thought that because only the people in this area got hit. So um, I haven't found out who it is yet, but I'm going to. You're when going I do, to. I, I may actually take a vi make a visit to them Ooh. and ask for an apology and uh, – and then stick the rock up their asses. <laughs> well, Mike, what if there's like a plot twist to the story? What if that person who is responsible for painting that rock, what if that person actually turned out to be like a cat lady and you two actually hit it off? I'd punch her in the throat. You would punch her in the throat? Yeah. But what if you two just got... Got, and then I'd got along so well. Yeah, but what if you two fell in love? Now that would be the ultimate plot twist. You'd no, return, you, Mike, you would return, uh, back to being a Democrat. 
<laughs> Never. <laughs> First of all, the from what I heard, the girl is the daughter of the person who lives at the place or or is that right? Yeah, I think it's the daughter of the person who lives at the place. I simply want an apology and from what I understand she's only like 14. Oh, um, Mike. Yeah. So So you want an apology from a 14-year-old? No, I want an apology from the guy. From the guy. Okay. I want an apology for him. I want him to say, I'm sorry my daughter's retarded and a total... Well, he's, he's not going to say that. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I'm just, I, I hear I'm you. being facetious. Uh, I, I just want... I, I, I think I deserve an apology. That's all. I, I And, you know, and if I don't get one, I'm going to leave a rock on their fucking property. I think you should leave a rock back there. I, sh- I think I should, too. Uh, you should. Apology. Through the apology, yeah, idiot. yeah, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna leave like a giant one. Like there you go, 200 pounds. I'm just gonna wheel it up on my wheelbarrow and dump it on their fucking driveway. They might like it though. <laughs> they might add to the property. Why? It's, it's gonna say, "I love Trump." They might like that though. All cops Never know. rock. There you go. Well, I'm glad we got an update on that story. There, I was really wondering what whatever happened to. Uh, the the guy or girl who painted the rock there and left it for Mike. Again, I knew it was a girl who did it. I, it was kind of obvious. Guys don't paint rocks. Not at all. <laughs> That's not really an activity that a grown man would be involved in to any degree. And uh, now we do have another caller, by the way, Mike. Um, caller, you're live on the air. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Mike and Mike. How are you? Do you care? I really do, yeah. I'm doing great. I'm doing all right. He's I doing got good. a couple of problems, but you want to hear my problems? He's got some problems. He's, you know, he's becoming a blue chew guy. He needs to buy the, the blue pill nowadays. That's the problem. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, that's that's too much info. I'm I'm sorry about that, Mike. That was that was wrong. <laughs> that's all right. I don't Mike, need a blue did you pill. get COVID? Hideous, did you get COVID? No, no. No, my penis fell off. <laughs> no, he had leprosy, not COVID. Well, that sucks. Well, this is Roman, and I've been drinking, so I thought I'd call in after the two callers. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. What are you drinking? drinking? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good question. What are you drinking out there, Roman? I am drinking vodka and um, orange juice. Wow, look at this guy. He's not He's not playing around. Wow. I'm not playing around now. Doing any drugs? Hey, I wanted to call in. Um, the dragon guy got me going. Hold on, caller, uh, caller, shut up. We need a, we need this, this question answered. Are you doing any drugs? Um, I don't have any on hand. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry for, for being angry there. Go ahead. Yeah, that was kind of aggressive. I know. That was really, that was really aggressive of me. I need to calm down. Cause he's I doing like that, drugs, though. caller. I know. I got all excited. I'm I, sorry. Are you doing drugs, Michael? I wish. <laughs> that's why you're aggressive. I wish I was doing that than doing this. That's for sure. Anger man. fucking a bucket. Go ahead, Paul, um, go ahead. I was the original caller that called in about COVID and HR fifty seven seventeen, and I swear to God, I got five minutes, and I've listened to these other callers droll on. Okay, well, we're all going to shut yeah. up. Okay, now the floor is yours, okay. caller. Okay. Go ahead and line us Thank with you what you want to say. I know you have a lot to say. And now is your chance so to I, do so, so I'm going to shut up and let you take over. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So I have a respectful question for Hideous, okay? Oh, 
Okay. And I, I've heard you talk a lot, and I know Michael doesn't seem to be a Trump supporter, but you seem to be very pro-Trump. I don't support anybody. Yeah, exactly. I'm You're a supporter of, of myself only. Yes, exactly. Right. Go ahead. Right. Libertarian, right. Armed libertarian. Right? No, no, no political yeah. affiliation. Okay, cool, cool. So, In other words, I'm a real American. Yes, go ahead. Good for you, man. I, and, and I think we're kind of aligned. That's kind of my belief, too. So um, hideous. Yes. The only thing I would say is, you know, kind of like BLM doesn't have an open mind. Obviously, these are robots. I, I almost think they're AI robots. Um, mm -hmm. Do you kind of allow for the fact that we're being played? You know, Trump is controlled opposition that pretty much 99.9% .9 of what we see is bullshit because Trump is so owned to me, I can't stand him. And, I am the chosen I one. Mean, what the? F go ahead. <laughs> Donald Trump don't trust China. China. China is asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That's the sound effect. You want me to hear that? You want to hear that again? Yeah, crank that for me. All right, here we go. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> I've been wanting to play that all day. I'm sorry. I, go ahead, caller. I, awesome. I've been no, rude all day. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I know so, Hideous, you were kind of a liberal, and then you got. So, so, so I know you were kind of a liberal, and then you got an unfortunate experience, and then it kind of made you more conservative, which I can respect. But oh, you God. seem to be pro-Trump, and I, I just see Trump as like. The biggest controlled opposition. I mean, this is idiocracy on steroids. The guy wrestled in the WWF, just like Camacho in the movie. So I think that all this hate, all this bullshit, corporate sponsored BLM. I mean, they're literally sponsoring BLM. I think they're sponsoring him. I just think it's a big waste of time. Like we're not ending the Federal Reserve. Do you know who owns the Federal Reserve? Either one of you? No, I don't. Do you, Michael? Tell us. Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, are the two primary owners. And the Federal Reserve isn't federal. It's not beholden to the government, and it doesn't have a reserve. So the banks that compete in the private marketplace print your money. I mean, Trump doesn't talk about that shit. He just talks about draining the swamp. He just talks about nothing. Nothing's getting done. We're still at war. We're still supporting Israel. We're still doing everything that is deleterious to our country. There's still a pandemic, and yeah. I think if, right? If Hillary had gotten elected, we would all be revolting right now. So I think Trump is just making people wait for him to solve it all. Well, and that's all. The I president think. himself has said he is taking the shots that the left is throwing at not only the 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 politics but the people as well and let's face it some of the things that they are saying such as defund the police department uh support blm support antifa there's no violence taking place at these protests it's all bullshit so i i'm not sure are you saying are, are you questioning so, so i i hundred percent well see i hundred percent agree with you but i think they own both sides both parties and i think they own trump as well as blm it's corporate I sponsored i disagree you know okay well i disagree and i'll tell I you mean, why do you, do, okay. you, do you are you aware of the things that 
Donald Trump has done for this country as, as well as the world? Are you are you aware of all the things that he has done, accomplished? Have you known Have you known anybody that's known Donald Trump? Well, hang on. Answer my question. Have I known anyone that's done more for this country than Donald Trump? No, no, no. no. Do, do you know of all the accomplishments that the president has done since he's taken office in 2016? Nothing that the media has told me he's done. I haven't seen any change since I've been a citizen. Nothing. Really? Oh, no shit. Know that, do you know that today he, he, he had a peace deal with uh, the some of the Arab countries and uh, Israel. Oh shit! He's with did the Muslims. You know, okay, did you know? Did you know whose country that is? That's oh Palestine. shit! Here we and go. Wasn't, and you know who wasn't? Yeah, but you're not answering my question. Oh shit! Palestine. Yeah, because he's uh, this, he's Israel owned. Did you know Kushner's dad went to jail I, I for, for hiring hookers? So Palestine, that's their land. That's not Israel's land. And Israel got him into the election. He's, he's making Israel great again, not America. That's oh, shit. He hit him with the Israel. So you have a peace agreement. <laughs> you have a peace agreement where the main people who are the most affected aren't even present. Because they didn't show up. Um, Kushner didn't invite him. Have you, you just said you didn't hear about what I just asked you. By the way, so I have to, I, by the way, I have to, by the way, I have to shut both of you up right now and just say I had a guest recently. Well, not recently, a couple months back, who was declaring that Jared Kushner was the Antichrist. <laughs> I'll leave he it at bought, that. He, well, do you know why? He bought the six 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 building in New York City. That's right. Oh no, he sure did. I'm, I'm glad yes, you noticed. He must that. be in league with the devil. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? I mean, seriously, I mean, why are we, why are we, why is our national sovereignty dependent on Israel? I mean, why, why are we supporting these nut jobs? Because they're the only, separation they're of the only democratic, uh, democratic, they are the only republic country, uh, democracy country in the Middle East that we are friends with. Oh my God. They've killed so many people. Israel. So are the Palestinians. We don't, we don't see it on the news. Yeah. I mean, they, they just. Blow away the Palestinians daily. Well, that's because they fire got... rockets into their country all the time. Okay, I, I just have one question. Yes. Jeffrey Epstein, right? Who financed Guilty. Them? Mossad, right? Who? who, obvious. who? The Mossad. Mossad? I'm sorry, I'm not get, I don't understand. That's Mike doesn't CIA know about that Israel. sort of thing, by yeah. the way. Okay. He doesn't know about okay. the assassination. The assassin. Go ahead. Oh right. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I'm trying. I was trying to understand so, what you were saying. So the Again, judge, I'm sorry. So the judge. So the judge that was going to preside over that case, her son got shot. I think he got killed, and then her her husband got shot, and the guy that did it got killed. I mean, it's the same thing like the Kennedy, right? It's like Oswald. But who financed Epstein? Like, like Trump was on the plane with Epstein. Bill Gates was on the plane with Epstein. Numerous billionaires. The guy didn't do one trade on the New York Stock Exchange. Who financed them? And why aren't we hearing about this in the news? Oh, shit. <laughs> and you know what four of the victims said about Donald Trump? Four of the girls that claimed to sleep with them? Oh, shit. Here he we said, go. You remind, you remind me of my daughter. Oh, fuck. 
Times. I do remember that, though. I do remember. And that was that was obviously before he was a president. It doesn't even and matter. People, it doesn't matter people, when he said that. Donald Trump, people, <laughs> Donald Trump, and pictures of his daughter. Oh my and god, it's fucking disgusting. That's true, though. He's not lying, though, You're Mike. Accusations? No, that's not an accusation, though. Comment. He did. He did nope. say that. Those were his so what, words. So what he says? I've said it before too. I've I've gone with girls that looked like they could have been my daughter. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that they weren't your daughter is, you know, that that's a whole different story. Yeah, but, you're, you're, yeah, but they but have you're pictures going of him with his daughter. You're saying she... that the guy's a pedophile or, or into incest. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Yes, he is into incest. Yes. Is that oh, what you're saying, caller? I'm not I'm saying that. The caller is saying that. Seen... I'm saying Epstein got the pictures on all these people. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, and, and he's Mossad. And Mossad mm-hmm. owns Trump. And Trump's mm-hmm. got his nose up Israel's ass. Okay. I can't, I, I can't Israel, argue with you. I can't legitimately Israel's argue we with you. Israel's why we went to war with Iraq. You have a, a obvious hate. Israel's why we, Israel's why we went to war with Iraq. I can't argue with you. He thinks you hate Trump. Um, I've known people that have known him. One degree of preparation. Uh, I don't hate him. I think he's a joke. He's gone bankrupt six times. No shit. You, you, you he's still a laughing haven't stock. acknowledged the things that he's done for the country. He's a he's a plant. He's an actor. Okay. He has his own, his own reality show, and now we have our own reality show. Okay. Oh shit. No, I'm just I'm just trying to help, Michael. I mean, I, I'm hideous. I mean, I, I respect you, man. You know, I just I appreciate thought that. I'd throw that out there. Um, you know what? I would say you, you're, respect, you're declared I, Luciferian. I, I, you're, 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 you're declared Luciferian, right? Uh, no, just you believe in Satanist. 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 Okay. Well, I think that's awesome. I think everyone should believe or not believe, but let's not align ourselves with Israel, who thinks they're God's chosen people. That's fucking fucked up. I don't want to get involved with their war. <laughs> You're right about that. I, I will admit it. But, you know, you know if we're going to talk religion, I, I have a lot to say about yeah. religion on all the main, the main religions. Oh, no, no, no. I do too, brother. I'm not religious, okay? Just FYI. I'm just saying as you as a Satanist, these people think they're God's chosen people and they're fighting like a holy war. And I don't want any part of that bullshit. I could say the same for the Muslims because if you've read the Quran, their their main goal oh. is to oh no, they're all crazy. The they're all crazy. Pull the troops <laughs> home, Thank fuck you for them. Saying that. Pull the troops home, pull them all along the border, control the fucking borders, support the United States, fuck them all. They're all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like this caller, right by on, the way. Roman, right on. So Hello. I'm Roman Hansen, so I called in before. You guys are great. Love you both. Just thought I call in drunk again. Love Thank that, you, Roman. Thank you. Yeah, you're gonna have to call in again. That was so, amazing. Yeah. Huge respect for both of you guys. Keep it up. All right, my Thank friend. You, Take care. It's good talking Thank to you. Thank you so much. Mahalo. And there he goes. That was Roman. Great caller. Wow. Three great calls tonight, huh? I know. It's been fun. Definitely. Been a fun night so far. And yeah, it's coming to a close. And Mike, we were talking about Netflix, so I thought this would be the perfect, uh, perfect segment to get into before we shut it down. Twitter has been ablaze lately, Mike. The powerhouse known as Netflix has come under fire recently for a program they have called Cuties. This is a very questionable television um, program or whatever it was that Netflix uh, produced and funded. And this was obviously pandering to a very specific demographic that grossly exists 
in today's society, Mike. I'm repulsed that something like this even exists. It might. Uh, I I I I, I want to say I think I've seen that advertisement. Isn't that for little girls who do like uh, right? Right. Ironically, the director wanted to combat the over sexualization of children, and uh, needless to say, he uh, tanked rather badly. There's lots of strange zoomed-in shots of well, you know what, Mike? Really? Yeah. It gets in there. It gets. It in gets there. in there, dude. It's it's really <laughs> odd. And I don't support cancel culture, but I think we all all of us are in some sort of agreement that this should have never been made. Um, I'm just completely baffled that this was passed by a focus group. And for those that don't know, focus groups are the first initial trial run. That a show, uh, audio, film, what have you, uh, before that even gets to a, a larger audience, that has to get ran by uh, certain focus groups out there. And that means grown men actually sat around and watched uh, Cuties and all decided, hey, now we really got something special here. That's gross, man. I'm sorry. That's pretty wrong. Yeah, I don't... I don't actually agree with the whole putting your child on display as an adult dressing like an adult in fact i think it falls in very closely with the uh training your child to be the sex that they're not exactly so, it's very odd mike the sort of indeed. child grooming that went that uh went and took place yeah yeah, like I said, I, I've seen programs in the past about these these childhood these child uh, uh, beauty pageants, and I just think you know it, it's like an exploitation. That's of a the little child. sick, right? Yeah, putting makeup on them, making them strut around like they're some sort of professional model, and the mothers just get off on it. You know? Oh, they love that. Oh yeah, because they can't do it themselves. They live, yeah, they live uh, through their Vic their child vicariously through their child. Word. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. That is just disgusting. So, Mike, I do want to thank you tremendously for being a part of the program yet again. We want to do this again in the very, very near future. It's much more fun when it's just me and you, right? Truth be told, Michael, I love it. I love it when it's you and I. It's a lot better, I think. I think we get a lot lot accomplished, and it's taking great calls, like the calls that we had tonight. Thank you all for calling, guys. Great, great conversations, really, whether we agree or not. Right. So, Mike... The floor is all yours. Go ahead and plug anything you'd like or any final words. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, I want to say thank you to Michael, as always, for having me on as his co-host. Uh, another brilliant show. I absolutely loved it. I want to say thank you to the listeners. Thank you very much for listening. I want to say thank you to the callers. Uh, if you're interested in any of my um, artwork, you can go to horribleartwork.com. Uh, you can see my photographs and my original paintings and drawings. Um, if you're interested in any of my music, you can go to uh, Facebook. Um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, MikeHideous.com. And I'm pleased to say that after oh, nine months, I finally have over 36 new uh, items out on the uh, hideous, MikeHideous.com Amazing. Uh, site. You can get T-shirts. You can get uh, hats. You can get um, uh, you can get bathing suits, throw pillows, uh, throw blankets, sheets, everything with like either hideous logos on it, spy society logos, or my original artwork. 
Um, that being said, uh, if you're also interested in checking me out on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash hideous Mike. And that's Mike M Y K E. Thank you very much, everyone. Appreciate it. Very nice, Mike. We will talk again very soon. All right, Michael. Talk to you soon, buddy. Mahalo. Take care. Ciao. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was the one and only Mr. Mike Hideous. And I do want to thank all of you out there this evening for being a part of the program as well. Those of you in the chat room and those who called in and I believe Roman donated. So thank you very much to you. And yes, I would vote for that cat too drinking the water. Very, very smart cat. Don't forget if you are a fan a.k.a. a hardcore listener of this program and want to help fund the program, please go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. And that is where you'll find bonus content. And speaking of which, we've got a lot of shows coming up for you over at patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. Make sure to sign up. Now, once again, it was a very fun evening. And that we will do this again very soon. International listeners out there, thank you so much for your support as well. You can find the podcast rendition of this program on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yes. Thank all of you out there tremendously for being here. Yet again, it's always nice to see some familiar faces. Now, before I leave here tonight again... It is that time to optimize your health whenever you can. You don't want to die like Herman Cain, that's for sure. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night everybody. Thank you.